Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art, and we have a very poetic episode ahead. Today I'm going to be talking with the North Pole's very own poet laureate, Amy Marshak. Uh, She'll be my guest today here in just a few minutes, and then Grace and I are going to try our hand at poetry. We're going to try to write some Christmas poems. I was inspired by my discussion with uh, with our guest today, so we're going to give it a try to see if we can come up with a good Christmas poem. There's all this and more on today's episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. I have quite the amazing guest today. She is the Poet Laureate of the North Pole, uh, named by Santa himself, uh, designated by Santa himself, and her name is Amy Marshak, and she's my guest today to talk about her experiences at, at the North Pole and to talk poetry. Uh, so welcome, Amy, to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Oh, thanks, Art. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, thank you for reaching out. I, I think Santa and his elves have been at work with some Christmas magic uh, this year already. Oh yeah, they start so early. They take a few weeks off and then they just start doing it. It's Christmas year round up at the North Pole, so. Well, that sounds like my kind of place to be then. <laughs> I... well, let's see. I'll see. I'll see if I can put in a good word for you about San- with Santa and see if we can um, take you up to the North Pole for a little bit. Oh, that would be fantastic. The last time I checked, I was on Santa's nice list, so that's that's where I want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Sam is thinking about getting rid of the naughty list, actually. Oh, good, good, yeah. yeah. Oh. There's been a lot of talk about it because it's more, we want to go more carrot than stick, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why all the snowmen for their noses are carrots, not sticks also. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I've always I've always personally thought that um, more more kids than not it would be on the on the nice list. Um, it, it's it's so hard for a lot of them just to <laughs> to be good. They get so excited and they get rambunctious. Absolutely, absolutely. For those listening on the podcast, there uh, will also be a video version on my YouTube channel, and you, you'll definitely want to check it out because we are decked out in our Christmas finery. And uh, I have a, a, a hat made by the elves at the North Pole. We're bringing you some Christmas cheer today. So tell us a little bit about who you are and, and how did you become uh, the Poet Laureate of the North Pole? Oh, exactly. So um, I was actually doing poems created on the spot in Colorado. And then on November 10th of 2017, I saw a letter in front of my fireplace from Santa inviting me to come to the North Pole because he heard about what I was doing. And then on November 11th, I got a sleigh ride up to the North Pole and I got to meet Santa, Mrs. Claus, all the elves and the reindeer. And they had me do some poems for them. And they decided to name me as a North Pole Poet Laureate because they wanted to bring more poetic holiday cheer to the holidays, everyone worldwide. So Mm. that's why they decided to create this position to make it more poetic. And I'm very lucky because up at the North Pole, I get to do poems, improv poems on the spot with the elves. And they've taught me some of their secrets about doing improv poetry. And and the reindeer, I'm not really supposed to say this, but the reindeer sometimes talk. Oh. And they sometimes do poetry, too. So we've done that together. Good. And I've done some poems with Santa and Mrs. Claus. So it's just it's just joyful. So they want to spread the poetic joy as well as just the Christmas joy as well. So. No, I, I've read a book recently that, had uh, reindeer in it that were talking uh, at the North Pole. And I wondered um, if that was true or not. So good to know. Uh, that's 
they they do talk. But well, your secret is safe with me. Nobody, okay. we, we, we won't. <laughs> we so won't everyone spill. listening, don't tell anybody. Don't right, tell right. Anybody. Just keep it to yourselves. So. Right, absolutely. So, so what's the North Pole like? To, you know, to me, I imagine it's got to be one of the best places on Earth. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's the snow seems like it sparkles more there. The elves make all these beautiful snow sculptures and ice sculptures. Uh, the food is absolutely amazing, especially if you have a sweet tooth. Mm. Um, my, yeah. One of my favorites, it's a white chocolate mousse with hazelnut um, crunch in the middle and then mm -hmm. candy cane sprinkles on top with a touch of caramel sauce. But I mean, all the desserts are just absolutely incredible because, you know, Santa has to keep his figure. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just it's just a place of happiness and joy. And, and that's why there's the present focus. It's not because of the materialism of the present. It's because of the joy that people get when they have the present. And so mm -hmm. that's why there's so much focus on presence. You know, we can get caught up in the commercialism and stuff, but it's, it's that excitement. Um, you know, and I've shared the story before that one of my favorite gifts I, I was given was a set of art books where that taught me how to draw and that inspired a lifelong hobby, you know, of drawing and, and painting and all because uh, my, my grandparents uh, through, I think Santa helped them out there, got me that as a present is just kind of a, a whim. And yeah, it, it's, so it's not about the getting it's, it's that excitement and what it teaches you, what a gift can teach you uh, can have a real powerful impact. Exactly. And about the art book, Santa actually told me a little bit about that mm. and, uh, and and you. And he said that he just knew that your artist inside needed to come out more. And that's why he talk, had to talk with your grandparents. So, yeah. Mm. And Santa that, does that because Santa, Santa knows. Well, that's that explains so much about that then. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that I had been already kind of thinking about drawing. And, and you know, I was seven or eight at the time. And, and then... I've been trying to, to doodle and then lo and behold, on Christmas morning, there it was uh, under the tree. And I thought, oh, wow, this this is amazing. And uh, I just it took off. And I, I love it to this day. I love I love beautiful artwork. Yeah. I, um, and there's so much. Art. Most of our artwork is actually made out of uh, snow and ice. Mm, but, oh, sure. Yeah. But occasionally they use food colorings for different accents and stuff. It's just, mm -hmm. it's absolutely spectacular. Absolutely yeah. spectacular. So, I was going to yeah. say, you might have some nice uh, ice sculptures up there that don't ever melt, do they? <laughs> they? They don't ever melt. Another little known secret about the North Pole is we have a few acres that never get cold. So we actually have, um, and that's where all our, our food, like the agriculture comes from. Like that's where we get, we've got um, fig trees and stuff like that. But just in this one little section, it, mm. it doesn't do so well. We, we've tried growing things in the snow and ice. Um, not not successful, but. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. There you <laughs> so, are. Yeah. And then that, that's why that happened. So yeah, it's just, it's amazing. So now that you're the. Uh, poet laureate of the North Pole. What, what what do you do? How do you represent that position? Oh, absolutely. So I am there to help celebrate Christmas and bring more poetry to it. So sometimes mm. families will bring me out uh, to do poems with a little bit of holiday cheer and a little bit of the Santa dance beforehand, just to get people all excited about the holidays. Other times I can be part of um, Christmas tree lightings and things like that, to, you know, to represent Santa in a poetic way. 
Um, other times I give all the different guests a poem about what they want it to be about with a little bit of holiday cheer in it. So uh, so that's what I do. It's just all about spreading poetic holiday cheer. Now, and is that something you do year round? I do holiday cheer year round. And I also do uh, poems because Santa found out about me before I was his poet mm. as well. So I do uh, poems also to celebrate people's birthdays uh, with or without holiday cheer. Uh, believe it or not, sometimes people pick uh, poems not in the holiday season without holiday cheer. Hmm. You know, I I don't know. Go, but, go figure. Know, yeah, yeah. Go figure. <laughs> so, but that, that's what I do. Yeah, but a lot of holiday cheer. And then, you know, of course, trips up to the North Pole and back to Colorado, then around the world and stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, fun. That, I mean, I, I love it that you, you take, you were able to uh, have something that you love doing, you, you know, writing poetry and all that and having such a, uh, from what I can tell, it's such a kind presence and and a, a great gift that Santa noticed and thought, boy, we need Jeff here. I just, I am so incredibly grateful for this opportunity. I, I, I just have so much gratitude mm. because, you know, it's Santa, you know, mm -hmm. so how, well, yeah. how can I not? Right. And it also goes to show if you do what you love, you just never know what's going to happen. Because, like, I never knew, like, Santa's going to gay say, ho, 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 Amy, we want to see you at the North Pole. You know, I never knew that, you know, mm -hmm. until it happens. So you never know when you do what you love what will happen. So. Yeah, yeah. Anything you, you do uh, that you love and then you're able to... Um you know, not just to do it just to make money, but you're doing it to, to you make connections and, and you bring people joy and, and it's amazing. And it, it's so fulfilling that, you know, I, I think this has been one of the most uh, fulfilling endeavors I've ever accomplished. So um, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, I try to encourage people to do what you love. Um, you never know what it'll where it'll take you. Exactly. And I think that we have, a love for things like I don't think that that's an accident. I think that you have a passion for something for some reason I, I don't know how, and then you just follow it and you're just like because you're happy, people are attracted to it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're like a Grinch when you're doing what you do, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're because of what you're doing is Grinchy, you know, and it's mm -hmm. not joyful. So maybe it's time to say what is really in my heart and do it and just see what happens. Yeah, and take that take that leap, uh, exactly. and see, see where it takes you. Yeah, no uh, Grinches. Yeah, no Grinches. <laughs> no Grinch <laughs> exactly. Jobs, you know, <laughs> or, you know, see how you can find the joy in the job you have. You know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah it's just I'm just so lucky. I I'm very very grateful. So yeah. So how did you get into poetry to begin with? Oh sure. So when I was little, uh, in school, mm -hmm. uh, you know how kids would get in trouble for doodling in their notes. Oh, sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never gotten trouble for writing poems in the notes. So when I was really bored, I would just start writing poetry and the teachers wouldn't go and look to say, are you taking notes on my subject? You know. So I just started writing poems that way. I also found it was a way to be heard mm. a lot. So when I wrote poetry, um, I was more heard by my family than when I just said, this is a problem. Not so much. But when it came in rhyme, they'd be like, oh, that might be a problem. Mm. I don't know. So, I mean, it's, it's all that. So it helped me to express, to be heard. And it was just fun sometimes too. But I mean, not all my poems have been happy. You know, I've written sad poems as well. Mm. So. You know, I love reading. I, um, to me, the best gift ever is a book. And 
poetry I I like, but I I would struggle to understand some of the poems. But then there's some that are maybe they're not trying to be you know really elite or whatever. You know I I I get it, and when I get it, and it's something about the poet poetic form that just resonates with me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think you hit on a really important point. Sometimes we, people write poems and they don't care if they're understood. And those aren't my kind of poems. I mean, I know there's some for some people, but mm -hmm. I like the poems where you can understand them and they're reachable. And um, like I was just thinking, I did just listen to your last uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas podcast, which is mm -hmm. one of my favorite Christmas poems. And I was starting to dissect why is it one of my favorite Christmas poems? And I think because it sets the stage and it's joyful and it's accessible. It's not trying to be, you know, hyper so cerebral that if I'm not in your head, I don't understand it. And it's not so simple that there's not a joy and there's not a scene set. So I think because it has the joy and the scene set was why it's just lived on for so many years. And it's mm -hmm. so it's such an awesome poem. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, I you know, I, I got thinking about that poem and just how much it's become a part of our culture and our life and uh, what, what a profound impact, you know, one poem had yeah. uh, that here 200 years later, we're still not only just talking about it, but it's it's had a significant shaping of our understanding of this major holiday uh, that we celebrate. So what what is uh, what does Santa think about Twas the Night uh, Before Christmas? Oh, he absolutely loves it him and mrs claus read it sometimes once a day mm. just to remember just the joy the joy of words the joy of christmas just the beauty of everything and the elves sometimes read it uh, sometimes when they're um when they're working in the workshop one of the elves will just come and just take a break and just read the poem and everyone's like <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah. there's so much joy. And sometimes the reindeer dance to it too. So, I mean, it's just, it's a poem that's so much the essence of what the North Pole is. So. Yeah. Now, now I gotta, I gotta ask, since you have a, a, cl a close connection to Santa there, so I'm okay. going to kind of put you on the spot here. Okay. Um, but now is there uh, a movie or a story that portrays Santa that's what's what, I guess, what's the best portrayal that gets it the most right? Oh, that is such a great question because there's so many movies that have the spirit of Santa mm. and the joy of Santa that it's kind of like saying, which artwork do you think is the best? And it's really hard to say because each of them uh -huh. have the essence of a certain thing. So, I mean, there's just so every time in a movie where Santa is joyful, just from the very, very, deepness of his heart that's what gets it correct kind of an unfair question it's like asking your what's your favorite child or something you I know? Was gonna actually <laughs> say that. But, oh i thought it'd be easier just to say as an artwork but it is like saying that yeah. because it's like saying which joy is better and all right. joy is amazing it's just it's a slightly different joy and each person will have whatever movie hits them the most mm -hmm. then that's the perfect santa portrayal for them mm -hmm. you know when it sparks the Right. Right. Uh, yeah. My, I think my favorite might be the, uh, 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 miracle on 34th street on the, the remake that that's a great one. I, and I love the scene where he's speaking in sign language to the, to the deaf girl and, you know, just 
I think that moment really captures what Santa is, you know, that he's kind and caring and able to talk to anyone. Yeah, no, that definitely, it's beautiful. I mean, there, but there's, there's just so many. And then in like the Santa Claus, like mm -hmm. when his family is so important and I mean, there's just an elf when, you know, he's, uh, when Santa's talking to elf to make him, you know, feel okay. I mean, there's just so many beautiful moments. It's, it's when there's a heart connection, whenever there's a heart connection, whenever there's joy, compassion, that that's Santa. We really, truly can carry on the spirit of Santa with us throughout the year, can't we? And, and the spirit of Christmas, you know, the... Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I There's just absolutely no reason not to. I mean, because it's a choice. Like carrying mm -hmm. Christmas with you all year round is a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a choice I choose to make because... Like when you look up in the clouds and say, oh, the clouds are beautiful. When you look at the mountains, you say the mountains are beautiful. When you look at the snow and ice in the North Pole and you say, you see the beauty in it. When you take the moment to see the beauty in it and the joy in things, that's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, you know, I run my podcast pretty much year round. Uh, and sometimes, you know, people say, oh, how can you talk about Christmas in March or whatever? But it, it, it can't be contained to one month for me. And there's so many great stories out there to share and topics to talk about and but just the the whole you know vibe of of peace and joy and happiness you know i want to share that year round oh absolutely and that makes santa so happy yeah because that's that's what life is about it's about joy and and christmas yeah. year round absolutely i mean even if you don't like some people won't say Christmas, but you know, when they see someone they love and they smile, you know, that's Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, every moment of joy, that's, that's their Christmas. And it could be defined in different ways, but that's Christmas. Hmm. What are you and what, uh, and maybe Santa, Mrs. Claus, what are you all looking forward to uh, about this coming Christmas? Oh, seeing the kids joyful faces. And seeing all the Christmas decorations mm. and seeing just how people decorate their houses and also seeing uh, there's a, there's a big ice sculpture contest up at the North Pole. Mm -hmm. And it, it actually, I shouldn't tell you this, but everyone wins. It's like, oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because everyone puts their, their heart and soul into it. So it's just all these beautiful sculptures. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to just seeing all the Christmas displays. Just, I think that they're they're great and just you know hearing people's christmas joy um at one time mm -hmm. i lived in new york city and the first snow like new york city sometimes people forget the christmas spirit not everyone some people people forget mm -hmm. about christmas but the first snow it brings back the christmas spirit like everyone no matter you know where where they are in life um like everyone just becomes almost everyone just becomes super happy and joyful and it's just kind of like there's joy again and and if we could have that year round, but yeah, I just, I love the decorations and, mm. and, um, the elves just go like, they go all out, like with cooking at all season long, but Christmas they go all, all out. So I'm looking forward to some of those new inventions and different desserts. Uh, which, which brings me to another thing I was going to ask, what, what kind of snacks do they like at the North pole, uh, that maybe we can, we can try out here at home. Like oh, Christmas snacks. Absolutely. Um, well, they like to take um, strawberries that mm -hmm. are pink red, and then they dip them in a green chocolate, and then they use candy cane sprinkles. So it just has mm -hmm. a hint of mint. It's just, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. And then the the 
it's white chocolate that's green. So mm-hmm. it's like white chocolate with strawberries and a touch of candy cane. That's an absolute favorite snack. Um, there is a love of figs, just plain figs up there because the fig mm-hmm. tree grows year round. Um, there's also something you you would never, ever guess. But Santa actually has a candy corn made with a slight hint of mint. And it's a lot more popular than Halloween candy corn, which uh, isn't very popular, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Santa likes that kind of candy corn too, but he loves the one with the hint of mint. It's it's mint is used a lot up at the North Pole, and we do have some fresh mint plants uh, growing. Oh yeah, as well. I I love mint tea. Uh, there there's a uh, a peppermint tea that I, I I love. I think it's candy cane flavor or something. I don't know, but it's I think uh, it comes out about uh, this time of year. So I've been looking out for it. Oh, is it celestial seasonings? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's yeah. actually uh, a Boulder, Colorado company. Oh, okay. Okay. And you can go on a tour of their uh, tea factory and then they, they close you in the mint room because they keep the mint separately because if not, it would flavor all the teas. Oh. <laughs> and your eyes can start watering and stuff like that in the mint room. So, so yeah. Oh, now I got I to gotta make my way that way. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. That would be heavenly. Um yeah, you know, a cup of, a good cup of mint tea or eggnog and sitting down to read uh, a Christmas carol or something that just sounds like a perfect evening to me. Oh, absolutely. And I, I love like how you have like the sound of a fire because I love sitting and reading like by a fire. It's yeah. just there's something just so cozy about that. Getting getting back to improv poetry. This might be something that's new to people. You know, I don't know. Uh, I I'd never really heard of it until until I, I came across you and and how fun that is uh, just and and you got to be quick-witted i i think uh what's what's the secret how, how do you how do you do it or is it just christmas magic no anybody could do it anybody <laughs> could do it um so it's all about getting out of your own way mm-hmm. so what i found before i started doing improv poetry is a lot of the poems i'd written just came to me just all at once so I originally started doing improv because whenever I competed in slams, my pre-written poems were so short, they never did very well. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to have somebody give me a topic. So that's how it started. It's also actually an improv game that some people play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about getting out of your own way. It's about because, I mean, rhyme goes back so far. I was even trying to figure out, like, do animal, if you have language, do you have rhyme? Do you have poetry? Because poetry doesn't even always have to be rhyming. It could be beats without rhyme. And if our language has beats, like do birds actually, if they speak, do they have poems? And they've found that uh, prairie dogs, prairie dogs have a language. Actually, mm-hmm. they have different. So like, do they actually have poetry? That, that's a question. But to do an improv poem, getting back to your question, <laughs> it's just about getting out of your own way and having faith that the right things will come out, <laughs> you know, because... Uh-huh. Before we speak to somebody, like we don't plan everything we're going to say, we just talk. So it's just about like letting it come out. And a lot of times a rhyme smoothly comes out when you don't think about it too much. Occasionally I've made up words to make things rhyme at the end. You know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's poetic yeah. license. And I own one of those. <laughs> I got there the you are. <laughs> but yeah, anybody can do it. And I just, I, I love, you know, when kids like they, 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 after they get a poem for me, they start playing around with poetry because, you know, anyone can do it if you get out of your own way. Uh, perfectionism mm. is the enemy of improv poetry. Perfection is the okay. enemy of, po- of improv. 
So you just got to go, it's not going to be perfect, <laughs> you know, and then uh -huh. just go for it. Yeah. Uh, well, would you be willing to give us an example, a couple examples of, of what Absolutely. you do? Absolutely. All right. What would you like this poem to be about? Um, well, the, I guess the big news in our family, we just got a new dog. Um, her name is Pumpkin. So I would love, I love a poem about her. Excellent. I'm going to get my chalkboard, ask you a few questions about Pumpkin. Okay. So, so what does she like to do? Uh, she loves to go on walks and she loves to get her belly rubbed. And my she, pencil she, just broke. Okay. Uh oh, okay, well, she will <laughs> literally just throw herself at our feet sometimes and roll over and show us her belly so she, that we'll rub it. <laughs> oh, got it. Does she have Alrighty. a favorite snack? Um, yeah, she actually likes green beans quite a bit. Okay. Which is That's odd. Because they're but, green uh, and green is they're... kind of Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's Christmas candy for a dog. <laughs> and uh, okay, got it. And um, does she does she do any tricks yet? Um, not really. She uh, not she's yet. good she's at sitting, good. and she's yeah yeah she's pretty obedient overall, and knows how to communicate what she needs to us. So oh, that's um, really okay. Though, uh, then my uh yeah she's getting to be where um you know we tell her to, to like jump up for a, a treat she'll she'll be able to do that but uh so she's yeah. really smart oh she is yeah she's a australian shepherd i guess they're really smart dogs so and the last question is she a cuddler very much yeah she loves to cuddle got it so, would you like this poem with a touch of these, thou's, thine, Shakespeare? Or would you like it more modern with and the? Um, uh, more modern. Okay, you got it. When you're ready, say, bring on the Christmas pumpkin poem. <laughs> okay, well, bring on the Christmas pumpkin poem. Such a beautiful dog. Each and every day, we have such big smiles when she comes our way. And then she'll roll on her back, too, to get belly rubs. And she just goes, what a joyful dog. It takes our minds absolutely out of the fog. It makes us so happy in every way. And if we want her to jump high, a green bean we will display. An incredible puppy we're so happy too she is part of our family through and through so go on walks and talks and so smart in every way too and cuddles at night pumpkin we love you oh well then <laughs> thank you only one person can clap here but good job that's beautiful <laughs> oh thank you thank uh, you in fact just last night uh, we were sound asleep and she just jumped right up on the bed, right on my stomach. <laughs> and I get this 50 pound dog just jumping right on top of me, wanting to snuggle. <laughs> it, was, absolutely it was like horrible. two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> well, it, it turned out she also needed to go outside, but. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. But no, she did. She just went, uh, we had a big windstorm come through and I think it was making her 
a little nervous. So she just wanted some comfort and, and uh, reassurance, but it's like having a baby again. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I love dogs and cats. I love animals. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. We, she has been a, a, a bright joy in our life for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was really wonderful. Um, thank, you. thank you so much for, for, for doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so if, if folks wanted to uh, get in touch with you to uh, maybe have you do something like that for them, uh, how, how can they do that? Um, they can go to northpolepoet.com and they can also call me 800-810-8802. And that's how I can come out to them and uh, or broadcast live from the North Pole, depending their location. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's how I can do it. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I, I know I, you uh, almost hesitate to ask, but can we get another poem out of you before oh, we go? Oh, absolutely. As many as you like. That's, that's what. Oh, okay. Okay. Do, I, so I don't want to. There, there is no, um, I... there's no limit. Like, okay. Your, your poem limit. Okay. No more holiday poems. <laughs> no more poems at all. That's it. One and done. Okay. One and well, done, I don't want to take advantage, but. Uh, no, no, no. Of course not. I, I like Charles Dickens and okay. I love a Christmas Carol. Okay. So uh, maybe, maybe something about that. Okay. You got it. Would you like this with a touch of thee, thou, thine, Shakespeare? or more modern yeah i think i think i think that one would would um would fit well okay. with a shakes a little touch of shakespeare yeah got it and you ready say ho 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 all right ho 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 let's let's do it <laughs> let's go 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 <laughs> okay <laughs> let's go 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 yeah <laughs> thine is the moment of terrible fright Thou cannot sleepest through the night, nay. The ghost of Christmas past has come hither way to see where thou hath come from and possibly where thou doth go. And it seems so cold and the heart feels frozen like ice and snow. Then thou dost see the present, oh nay, can be sadness and sadness and more sadness too thou feelest thy heart went a fair ado but then thou can know tis thy future where thy spirit thy heart can joyfully and warmly grow all these ghosts of past present future too have come to thee ebenezer scrooge have come to you because charles dickens wants thee to cometh through. Charles Dixon's, Dickens wants redemption in every way. Charles Dix, Dickens wants thee to have a joyful display. For all the ne'er-do-wellers, this is the story you doth know, for all the ne'er-do-wellers, his heart is frozen in ice and snow. Nay, there could be a future of joy coming also thy way. So say a fair adieu to the past and a joyful hello to a new Christmas joy and everlast. Hmm. Well done. Well done. Oh, thank you. I'll have to add uh, some sound effects of, of applause here. <laughs> no worries. I, At least it's not the sound of I one love that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, my. That was that was great. Oh, thank you. Um, do you have a, a favorite topic you like to, to make poems about? I want 
kind of doing a lot of poems about being in the present moment. Um, mm -hmm. So, because I think everything is there in the present. And a lot of times we forget when we're like thinking about the past or like going on the future. So I like to do a lot about that. But it's just fun also when people like send, like tell me their eso favorite esoteric words that I have no idea what they are. And then they like tell me what they are. Um, mm. So, yeah, but I mean, just anything like or interesting phrases. Um, I like doing poems that give people hope too. Uh, just mm -hmm. last night, I did a poem about somebody who was struggling uh, with math, their fourth year of math. They mm. no longer loved it. And it just felt like I gave them hope. So it just felt like, yes, I really like, I like doing that. And I've had people literally stop me when they've seen me say, because I do poems about people's dreams. Like, I'm not psychic. I just say, what's your dream? And then I do a poem. And um, mm -hmm. I'm a psychic subs. <laughs> like, someone wants a psychic and then <laughs> said they wind up, you know, hiring this, uh, hire me. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, like, I've done those and I've had people literally stop me and thank me because I help them live their dream. Not because it's like magical, but because if you have a poem and you have a video of the poem and you keep playing it, you go, oh, I could do this. So I really like doing those. But I mean, there's not really poems. I won't do poems that are violent or anything like that, you know, mm. but anything other than, you know, violent or not family friendly, I'll do anything, you know. As long as it's you know, mm -hmm. as long as Santa would, as long as it's yeah. Santa approves. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, uh, that's probably why Santa. Uh, one of the reasons he chose you, he knew you could be a good representative for the North Pole. Oh, thank you, thank you for saying that. Uh, well, I, I think we have time maybe for one more poem if if absolutely. if you're uh, uh, up up to it. Okay, absolutely, perfect. Um, I both my daughter and I love snow. So okay. how about a poem about snow? Got it. And um, do you have any favorite things that you do in snow? I mean, like, is it snowball fights? Is it seeing um, snow? Is it no? You know, seeing? we we like uh, you know we like to see it. Um, okay. we like to walk around when it's snowing. Um, and then one of the things we do too is uh during Christmas season we'll we'll sit out on the porch swing, oh. and especially if it's snowing. But if not, we like to be outside. We'll get it under a blanket, and then we'll just sing carols to each other or something. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, just kind of. We started doing that um, back when she was little, and even though she's she's 13 now, she still is looking forward to carrying on that tradition of just spending time out in the porch swing. That's really um, cool. Some and... nights it's really cold. <laughs> mm -hmm. So do you, okay. And then um, do you have a, a favorite carol that you guys sing when you do this? I was just writing down notes as I was looking down. Oh, um, no, not really. Uh, we, she likes a lot of the old uh, classic uh, carols. Um, I know uh, one we're gonna going to be talking about. It's it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That's one we've enjoyed together lately. Okay. Is it is it snowed yet where you are? No, not yet. It, it's actually been unseasonably warm. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, okay. Luckily at the North Pole, our weather has been very consistent, but, um, I've heard like all over everywhere else, there's been a lot of, a lot of warmth. So, okay. Uh, would you like mm -hmm. a modern Shakespeare mixture? Uh, modern. Okay. You got it. Mm -hmm. When you're ready, say yes. All right. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> 
see it outside. It's a joyful winter ride. There's a snowflake and another one, another one still. So my daughter and I go outside and feel just a touch of the Christmas chill. We take a blanket and go on the swing and inside our hearts sing as the snow blankets all around. You see it cover whiteness upon the ground and more and more and more still. And inside we feel this happy thrill. And then we start to sing. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go and in our minds it does it is the thing and then we walk through the snow too with different piles and they cover up our boots our shoe it's beautiful it's quiet everything's amazing it's like a magical christmas riot and then we look upon up in the sky and the snow is shining from the sunlight away up high and there's a snow rainbow we do see it's magical and so joyful christmas eve it is time just to enjoy and then we lay down in it just for a moment oh yes like the perfect free toy and we throw it up in the air. It's so light and fluffy. It's beyond compare and it makes everything quieter around too. Christmas is coming. So I get to share the snow with my daughter with you. Hmm. All right. Love it. Thank you. That, oh, that's welcome. really, that's a precious one. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. I, I love it. You're just brimming over with Christmas joy and it, I love Christmas. It, I don't know. It makes it, <laughs> yeah, it makes the poem even that much better. So awesome. Oh, well, Amy, thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing uh, your talent with us. Um, and folks, I, I really want to recommend you go to check out her website and uh, there's some videos up of her, um, all the information, contact information um, is there. So uh, check her out. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This has been awesome. Oh, it's been it's been great. Um, I guess one one quick question: If you can uh, tell Santa for me that uh, we would really like to see some snow on on Christmas. So, if there's anything he can do um, to make that happen, uh, we'd love to see it. Absolutely, I'll put a good word for him um, for you guys up there, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, to get some snow okay. everywhere. There's there's no promises. You know, what we found too a oh, lot of yep. times is, yep. you know, it'll be a beautiful day no matter what the weather, but we'll see what mm -hmm. we can do about getting some snow down there. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, uh, well, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed and the Christmas spirit alive. And <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, happens. you have so much Christmas spirit. It's, it's super awesome. <laughs> Well, Amy, uh, you take care and uh, you have a, a Merry Christmas. Thank you. You have a Merry Christmas as well. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're back. I'm here with Gracie. Uh, we are. Let's see when this episode, uh, this episode's coming out like tomorrow.
<laughs> so um, we're not quite in the thick of the Christmas season yet, but yeah, it did snow. It's dark out. We, yeah, it's dark. <laughs> yep. See? Yeah. Dark. It gets dark so early now. I don't like it. And it snowed, though. We had, yeah. like, maybe an inch, half an inch. A dust. A dusting. And it's all gone now. And then it had some flurries today, so I took Pumpkin out for a walk. She loves uh, and it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. She loves the snow. And then um, also I made some pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Mm, yes. I ate like seven. Seven? No, three. No, but... three. Okay. <laughs> um, we had, uh, I I'll think I've got the recipe on our webs- on the website. It but so good, too. If not, I'll get it on there. And the recipe itself called for just cinnamon flavor uh, seasoning, but I put in the pumpkin spice spice. <laughs> so I put in the cinnamon, cloves, ginger, and nutmeg, and really give it a pumpkin spice flavor. All right. So on this episode, uh, I talked to a lady who does improv poetry. You just give her a topic to um and, and then she she does a poem so I, don't, I know you haven't seen the interview yet but um so i thought we would try our hand at writing some poetry um do you think i should try some improv poetry maybe all right do you want to try or you want me to want me to try i don't care we can oh. both try I guess, all right we'll see we'll see okay so i'll i'll go do i'll, you want I'll me try to pick your topic yeah you pick Give me, um, uh, let's see, I, give, give me th- like three topics. Just like three random, can they be Christmas related? Yeah, uh, preferably Christmas related because okay. this is a Christmas podcast. Your three topics or words, I guess, are, okay, so you could either use snowman or snowman. It doesn't matter, like, if you're using it plural or not. Okay. Um, and then you can use Santa as your second topic. And then Santa. your third topic is reindeer, because I'm basic. Reindeer. Okay. Snowman, Santa, and reindeer. Hmm. Three hours later. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, wait. You just have to think of it right. You can't even write anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's improv. It's like... Oh, no. I'm... No, no, this it's uh this is what she did. Hard. Okay. Okay, I think I'm just going to try it. She said the trick is to just get out of your own way and and just do it. So here we go. Close tonight before Christmas. Here we go. Frosty the snowman went out of his house to out to Santa's garden. Quiet as a mouse. He snuck into the carrot patch while reindeer flew overhead. <laughs> Grabbed a carrot stick and shoved it in his head. You have to use Santa still. Uh, yeah, I said it was Santa's oh. carrot patch. Oh. Um, Sorry. Shoved it in his head. <laughs> so Frosty smiles while while the wind blows. And he grins because he picked his nose. Because he got the carrot patch. Yes, and, I okay, did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That was rough, but good for your first clever time. editing. Yeah, so oh, I, I shall call that one. Frosty picks his nose. <laughs> no, don't All right, maybe for this one we'll we'll pass the the 
the line back, the poem back and forth. So you Just do the to first make it more line. Fun. I'll do the and second line. So the three words are bear, snow, and broccoli. Yep. Okay. So one snowy morning when Buddy arose, he stretched out his arms and wiggled his toes. He waddled out of bed and danced to and fro. Christmas jigs. No. To, <laughs> to Christmas jigs in his bathrobe. And it, he went. Or is it my line or your I, I, line? I don't know. That it, was a bad rhyme anyway, what I did. <laughs> I don't even know what we're saying anymore. Okay. We got to work broccoli in there somehow, too. Okay. Okay, I got this. I got this. Okay. He went outside to play in the snow. <laughs> I know how to incorporate broccoli. Just, oh, okay. Just, in the snow. He, just do something. He, just do like, say what, like he's playing with. Yes, yeah, he played. With his with, <laughs> He played all day with his friend Joe. And trees surrounded him that looked like broccoli. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the trees that once looked like broccoli were covered in snow. <laughs> then Buddy went inside and ate cookie dough. And it was very delicious. And he crawled up to bed. Said goodnight to his mommy. And, and kissed her forehead. And kissed her forehead. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, we we sort of we did tried. it. We tried. I want to do one by myself. Okay. Um, so pick something, just Christmas in general. Christmas in general. Okay. Let's do uh, stocking, uh, presents, and cocoa. Can it be about Buddy again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your poem. <laughs> or you want me to do it? One early morning when Buddy was walking, he came downstairs to find his stocking. Mm -hmm. And what's the Presents. And cocoa. He, he looked under the tree only to see presents, presents for you and for me. He opened them all and played with his toys. Then he gave a few jumps for joys. <laughs> got Good. You got it. And then he <clears throat> huddled up on the couch with a cup of hot cocoa. And then he spilled on his lap. Uh-oh. The end. <laughs> that was awful. I don't know what I'm doing. I love, I love to write. Uh -huh. poetry i don't do usually this is this is hard like it seems sounds like it would be easy but it's, sit down and do it that's it's i thought tricky. i would get to write mine down but nope none of that all right i want to do one more i want to do another one <laughs> okay. what, what words you got for me um grinch oh grinch um roast beast yes. roast beast okay and Onion. Onion. I'm making this really hard because I was oh, doing the, like stuff related to the Grinch. So we have Grinch, roast beast, and onions because he's like eats onions like apples. Like <laughs> okay. Okay, you got it. I think so. I don't know. 
We'll see. Just go for it. One cold winter's day, the Grinch came down, too foul to play. His breath smelled like onions. His armpits reeked of cat. His... <laughs> His pants were on backwards. And so was his hat. And, <laughs> and he felt quite fat. Last night, he did devour an entire roast beast with mushroom gravy with a little bit too much yeast. Down into Whoville he went. To the drugstore he did aspire to get some Tums and Tylenol before he did expire. Poor Grinch. The end. <laughs> Alright, slay. I don't know. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Alright, we can try another alternating one. So we're gonna do, since I was struggling to do this one by myself, we are going to do one together again, where we alternate every few lines. Mm -hmm. See how that goes. All right, you want to start off with the first line? Well, what what's our word? Are we going to use or, dog, Santa, and sled? Yeah, because that was okay. the one I had attempted. But I, I'll start it off. Yeah, okay. Let's see. Last year on Christmas Eve, Santa did cry. He found the reindeer too sick. They could not fly. So he knew he had to find someone else instead. Mm -hmm. Wait, that's all. <laughs> oh, that's all my turn? Okay. So he found his pet dog and hitched up his sled. The dog was unsure, but gave it a go. His name was Rover, and away he flowed. <laughs> <laughs> He he ran and ran. He ran and ran and picked up the sled. And shot over and shot up into the clouds over Mrs. Claus's head. <laughs> <laughs> and they went to all the houses and got all the presents. And they went to all the children's houses. And gave them presents galore. And Santa knew he didn't have to worry anymore. The end. <laughs> his reindeer, where'd they go? Okay, it's clear we're not very good at this, but... <laughs> yeah, this was fun, though. It was, it was fun. It was really hard, uh, but it was fun. So I think this would be a fun game for you guys to try uh, if you're stuck inside during a snowstorm or something, and just try it out. Uh, Amy is the uh, North Pole poet who... Uh, does the uh, improv poetry and uh, she just she I mean she just encourages everyone to give it a try and uh, I thought that was that was pretty neat right so I think uh, that'll be it for us today uh, we tried our best and we sucked but, but that's okay you know what it's Christmas time and <laughs> that's right I, I like I like the idea of improv and it's something I might want to keep trying sometime so everyone try out your hand at improv poetry You'll regret it. Or you won't. Who knows?
Well, I think our career as a improv poet might not be the best. Might not work <laughs> without some practice first. And right. Yeah. Bye, guys. So thank you all for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. Any information and links that I talked about with uh, with Amy that will be found in the show notes. Uh, I do want to remind you to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. I'll be posting a weekly Cozy Christmas Book Corner video, uh, hopefully weekly. That's my goal, at least once a week, uh, where I'll be sharing some books and recommendations and, and gift ideas for bookworms as well. I've got a couple of those uh, up also, and I can also start growing my YouTube channel a little bit, which I would like to do uh, a bit more over there, especially during the Christmas season. It's it's something I've enjoyed doing on the Bookshelf Odyssey and I've met some really great people and uh, and readers through that. So, so that's going on over there and I'll, I'll have some author interviews posted with some of the book reviews as well. Not all of them, but some of them will. That's uh, some of the things I have planned for the rest uh, for this month and Christmas time. Uh, I've got some more fun and surprises ahead. I think we're off to just an exciting start. Uh, this this episode brought me so much joy. So uh, thank you, Amy, for coming on and uh, sharing your talent and your gift with the world. I don't know about you guys, but I think Santa has some great taste in poetry. All right. Uh, with that, just a reminder that if you would like to help support this podcast in a financial way, you can uh, find links in the show notes to my Etsy store to make a donation on Kofi.com, and I'll send you a bookmark and sticker. And one of the best things you can do to support us is to share the podcast with your friends and family that might also enjoy a year-round Christmas podcast that talks about books, stories, and all things cozy. Okay, so until next time, I want to remind everyone to be kind to each other and to do good and to remember to honor Christmas in your heart and try to keep it all the year. Have a very Merry Christmas.